plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. So we have two days to 2020, and we have quite a few uh, essential nutrients to cover, but we will cover all of them. And the beauty of it is, as as you start focusing on the most nutritious foods, foods that deliver the most nutrients per calorie, a lot of those foods that we talked about, like for example, canned sardines, they deliver not just one nutrient, but a whole range of nutrients, starting with your proteins, to your calcium, to collagen. Uh, We're not going to be talking about collagen because uh, it is not an essential nutrient that your body cannot make, but uh, also sardines, but sardines still deliver it uh, in the most absorbable form, Uh, but also sardines deliver omega-3 fatty acids, and they deliver some choline, and they deliver, um, did I say phosphorus? Um, So they deliver a lot of things per bite of food, and so uh, are and so do eggs, for example, right? So there's many foods that deliver a lot of things at the same time. And so when you build them on top of each other, uh, at the end of the day, you end up uh, eating all of your nutrients. But the problem with our food supply and with a lot of people's habits, eating habits, is that people eat a lot of empty calories or very nutritionally poor um, foods. Um, and that's why a lot of calories do not come from nutritious foods, and that's why it seems so hard to eat all your nutrients. And that's why I'm uh, against, uh, really, really against uh, um of you eating not nutritious foods, because the more you eat of those foods, uh, let's just forget about calories for now, but the more you eat of those foods, the less nutritious foods you eat, eat, and that is the problem. 
Um, so today, guys, we are talking about very important vitamin uh, and also minerals. Uh, so we're talking about a vitamin D and we're talking about phosphorus and calcium. Why are we talking about all um, all of these at the same time, three of these at the same time? Because they actually work as a team. And so uh, they all participate in bone health, for example, in your teeth health. Um, but then, you know, each of them have specific specific functions like phosphorus is important because it is involved in producing energy in ATP that's the molecule that our cells use for energy and so if you're not getting phosphorus that is actually really hard not to get if you're eating um, you know food and you're not some fruitarian or carnivore or uh, some other weird stuff you know restrictive diets are really bad because the more you restrict your diet, the less nutrients you get. Like, it is really hard to get all your nutrients from one food. It is impossible, actually, <laughs> if you're not supplementing to get all of your foods from just one kind of food. Um, so, anyhow, um, phosphorus works... Uh, we need phosphorus to create energy in our cells, right? Calcium, we need to maintain normal blood pressure, normal normal heartbeat, um, uh, alkalinity of our blood, uh, besides the bones and the teeth. Uh, and also, these uh, minerals need for you need them for your vitamin D. It's not even vitamin, but more like a hormone, as they say, to work in your body that um, works to support your immune system. That um, Let me read you some more about the vitamin D. So um, vitamin D, you know, it's important for your immune system. Muscles, bones play in, plays an important role in cell division. Uh, it's essential for growth and maintenance of bones, muscle, and teeth. Um, it enhances your immune system and may therefore reduce the risk of infection and cancer. So vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin essential for bone health. It is also good for immune system. Um, there are two forms of vitamin D, right, guys? Like with many vitamins, there are many forms, D2 and D3. So D2 usually you find in plant food sources and they are not um and that vitamin d2 is not as effective in human body at all our body likes d3 that is surprise surprise found in animal um foods animals that are kind of um, like us that's why our body probably um is much better suited to use that form of vitamin so um Vitamin D, the majority of it, as, as they say, produced by the action of sunlight, or specifically UVB. And, however, as you might notice, we all spend a lot of time inside, and we don't get outside. And even if you live um, near equator, I'm like, and you have an office job, and you go to work in the morning and come back from work, you know, after four or five, and you're already not going to be getting your sunshine. So most of people actually, I believe, in modern world, and um, unless something changes dramatically, uh, we will not be getting our vitamin D from sunshine. I'm not getting vitamin D from sunshine. You know, I, I used to when I uh, used to live in Thailand, but and uh, I used to have a job that had really flexible uh, schedule, so I could 
do that. But uh, most of us, we can't get our vitamin D from um, sunlight. So we need to eat foods that is the next best thing after sunlight, probably equally as good as sunlight. Or we can also supplement, but supplements, there are very few good supplements of um, vitamin D3, and we are not sure exactly how well it is absorbed. We're not even sure how exactly it is absorbed from foods, but from what it seems, we have a pretty good absorption rate. Uh, and let's first, guys, talk about what happens if you don't get enough of vitamin D. It can produce serious conditions such as rickid, um, soft bones. Uh, people suffering from this experience bone pain, fragile bones, skeletal abnormalities, and poor growth. In addition, dental problems may also be observed because dentin, which is the main structural component of the tooth, does not form properly with vitamin D deficiency. It also can increase muscle fatigue and weakness, reduce muscle mass, and may also produce muscle pain. Uh, it may also reduce the effectiveness of your immune system and increase the likelihood of infection. Um, and because of so many functions that vitamin D supports, uh, it's constantly being researched and more and more data is coming in. Um, and uh, when, for example, also a very important factor, if we are not getting vitamin enough vitamin D, so immune system starts function abnormally, it can begin to attack the tissues of our own body. Again, you know, people think, or oh, I have food sensitivity or autoimmune disease. Well, maybe you just not supplying yourself, your body with the vitamin D that it actually can use. And that's why, again, uh, focus on foods, not on supplements. Because as you learn a little bit later in this lesson today, um, if uh, you mess up calcium phosphorus balance, you also might be vitamin D deficient because of that. So autoimmune disease, again, the deficiency in vitamin D contributes to that. Rheumatoid arthritis also can be caused by vitamin D deficiency. Um, it also, vitamin D the normal amount of it, sufficient amount, help prevent onset of inflammatory diseases. Um, let's talk about sunshine a little bit. Um, if you are someone who can possibly get your vitamin D from sunshine, then you need to get in the sun uh, for, for a lot of regions, somewhere between 11 and 3 p.m., for as little as 10 minutes if you have pretty fair skin. If you have darker skin, then you need to adjust that and you need to stay in the sun longer. Uh, and also, if you are not near equator, then the only time you can get enough vitamin D from sunshine in is from um, somewhere from April uh, to September. Uh, it's, uh, for example, Northern Europe. Uh, if you're a closer to equator with more sunshine, then again, that should be adjusted. So vitamin D in foods. Um, one of the, like a few foods where you can find quite a lot of vitamin D and the foods that are quite common, for example, salmon, um, three, four ounces of salmon will give you somewhere around two, 
130-150% of your vitamin D, but it has to be wild. In farmed, you have much, much less vitamin D because of the lifestyle of that salmon, right? Um, so eat your salmon for vitamin D, especially if you not getting sunshine and you have... Um, you have a lot of different health issues, you know, vitamin D deficiency might be an issue. Or if you're already deficient, if you know that, then eat your vitamin, eat your salmon like your life depends on it. Um, herring is also quite high in vitamin D, actually equally as high as salmon. So eat your herring and salmon herring, you know, you're getting a lot of uh, omega-3 fatty acids and a lot of other goodness uh, from those fish, like salmon is high as potassium. Also those fishes with bones when you eat in skin, uh, you eat your calcium, you eat your phosphorus, you eat so many things. So salmon, herring, three, four ounces. Uh, also one of my favorite foods for vitamin D that is really, I think, underappreciated is cod liver, like the actual liver of cod. Cod by itself is very uh, not fatty fish, like it doesn't have much fat or much anything really besides the protein. But liver, that's where this fish accumulates all the fat. Uh, and uh, just to give you an idea, just 10 grams of that liver will give you somewhere around 10 international uh, no, 10 micrograms or 400 international units of vitamin D, that is the minimum amount of uh, those of vitamin D you need to get daily. So just 10 grams, and that's going to be somewhere around, let me see, um, somewhere around 60 calories. So uh, it's really tiny. And uh, usually when you get it canned, and that's the only way you can get it, um, you have somewhere like 50, 60 grams. So like you divide it in five days, eat a little bit each day, you know, 60 calories or so, but you're getting all the vitamin D in the best absorbable form. And probably the best supplement for vitamin D actually called liver oil that you can find in capsules or in bottles. Just make sure that it's not oxidized and it was properly stored. That's why liver is better because liver, in liver, vitamin D is in tissue that is much better preserved than um, oil that can be oxidized. Um, so cod, a liver, eat it for vitamin D, you need just a little amount of it, or you eat your salmon or herring. And then now, guys, let's uh, talk about um, the steam, vitamin D, calcium, and phosphorus. So deficiencies of all these lead to low bone mineral content. Outside of deficiency, calcium and vitamin D make bones stronger, while phosphorus makes them weaker. Um, so you want to, as you can see, can you want to have a balance. And again, why I'm against supplements? Because it's hard to get that balance from supplements. There are very few supplements that can individually um, personalize the uh, dose of calcium and phosphorus and vitamin D exactly for you as you need it. Um, and the toxicities from supplements are common, whereas from whole foods, not really. Like, I personally didn't know and I never read about any toxicities of calcium, phosphorus, or vitamin D caused by someone just eating food. But supplements, yes. Toxicities of vitamin D or phosphorus cause low bone mineral content, while calcium toxicity causes bone mineral content to get 
too high. Um, so when you get phosphorus toxicity, vitamin D toxicity, your bones can get soft, uh, whereas with too much calcium, um, they can get too brittle. That, that is equally worse. You kind of want to have it somewhere in between. And then plus, if you have too much calcium without um, proper amount of vitamin D and phosphorus and also vitamin K2, then your calcium can be deposited in your soft tissues as kidney stones or in your arteries or um, in other soft tissues where it doesn't belong or it can form like it did for me plague on your teeth right before i understood this gentle balance of those minerals and vitamin k2 i couldn't figure out why even though i have like perfect dental hygiene like you know flossing and um, like cleaning it after brushing my teeth after each meal like I couldn't figure out why would I have so many problems with my teeth and then I figured it out why I had this plague and then it disappeared uh, so with a lot of vitamins minerals uh, it's that balance that make it all work and if you're relying on supplements uh, it's hard to get this balance. At this point, it's like almost impossible to get this balance, right, from supplements. Whereas with food, it's much easier. Most of the natural foods, not like some extracts or, um, I don't know, powders, something else. But with whole foods that you eat, uh, it's almost impossible to get out of balance. Plus, it's easier for your body to... Um, balance those foods better and remove what is not needed and absorb what is needed. So calcium, let's talk about calcium and phosphorus. Where can we get the best um, the best amount and what, what are the best sources of calcium? You know, calcium actually, you think like, or those are dairy products. Actually, you can get calcium from a lot of sources. And as I started to pay attention more to my uh, diet, I realized that I don't even need calcium supplements. I'm getting all the supplements I need when I eat nutritionally balanced diet. Um, plus, uh, calcium, you can find guys in a lot of mineral waters, waters. and whenever I travel to a new place, um, I always go to, um, to a store and do some research uh, um, on site and find some mineral waters that have good calcium content, like for example in Switzerland. Uh, Natural mineral waters in Switzerland are naturally higher in calcium. Um, so I would drink those waters and get a lot of my calcium from uh, mineral waters. Um, here, right now, in Siberia, in Russia, we have uh, a couple of brands of mineral wa waters that are great sources of calcium too. So, for example, the one that is on my table right now, um, it's called Stelmas or something like that. Uh, the brand is not that important. It's natural mineral water, and specifically, it's higher in magnesium, that is somewhere around 400 milligrams per liter, and that's how much I drink. And then calcium, it has somewhere around 400 milligrams of calcium, too. So just by drinking water and eating no food, I'm getting quite a good portion of my calcium and magnesium. Um, Let's talk about uh, food rich in calcium. When it comes, you know, to calcium and foods, um, in some foods, calcium is absorbed better. In some foods, uh, not so much better, right? Uh, so, for example, a little over 30% of the calcium in milk is absorbed. Only a little over 30%. 
40-60% of the calcium in most cruciferous vegetables is absorbed. So, for example, things like spinach, guys, have calcium or even Brussels sprouts, right? Uh, if you get your calcium from legumes, then it's 20 to 25 percent. Um, and yes, spinach actually is not that great source. So 5 percent and very poorly absorbed. Um, and so the, the best calcium sources, uh, one of my favorite best calcium sources is actually sardines, guys. So for example, um, an average can of sardines somewhere around... Uh, a little bit even less probably than three ounces or somewhere around three ounces will give you um 58 of your calcium 58 of your calcium guys you know plus my mineral water i'm getting all the calcium i need and then it will give you 16 percent of your phosphorus so sardines are um, pretty amazing uh, but then also 90 grams of napa cabbage will give you uh the minimum of the minimum of calcium that you eat, need just 90 grams of napa cabbage i mean greens are pretty light so 90 grams it's still quite a lot of cabbage but eat your salad every day you know sardines and um, some mineral water um, 40 grams of cheddar cheese natural cheddar cheese will give you the amount of calcium you need uh, also 100 uh, grams of Chinese mustard greens will give you calcium, the amount you need. 190 grams of bok choy, you know, 270 grams of kale. This is, that is quite a lot already. Um, but for calcium, you know, um, you can check out my Instagram account and see what kind of foods I'm eating uh, and see how much calcium I'm getting. Plus, again, I'm consuming mineral water, so that adds more um, vitamin calcium. And then I'm consuming more vitamin D. So all of that works out pretty well for me balancing my calcium, phosphorus, and vitamin D. Uh, but to wrap it up, we're where are you going to get your calcium? So you can get your calcium by eating, uh, by drinking mineral water. You can get your calcium from eating a can of sardines, but um, that is only somewhere around, you know, 50-60% of your calcium. So you need to eat probably some of the vegetables, maybe some napa cabbage, some Brussels sprouts, spinach, uh, some bok choy, you know, all of that accumulates, some kale. Um, also, sesame seeds are quite great source of calcium um 100 grams i believe let me actually check it out because i completely forget to check out the check out the sesames for calcium even though i do know that it's quite great source plus um sesame seeds um you can eat tahini and get your calcium this way so sesame seeds so one more minute and we're gonna get to sesame seeds i'm just guys so with you you know while um doing this podcast i'm doing the research uh doing my best to um figure out what i'd like the best most efficient foods to do to deliver all the nutrients you need so calcium um one ounce of sesame seeds will give you 21% of your calcium in um, somewhere around one 
90 calories. So if you're someone who loves tahini, then uh, eat your tahini and you're going to get uh, more calcium and then add um, some water, add some sardines, add some um, naba cabbage. Um, a lot of foods would have some calcium and, you know, 40 grams of cheddar cheese uh, will give you the calcium that you need. So you can easily eat your calcium. If you're eating a diet of uh, with variety of uh, plant and animal foods and not only you're not on some uh, weird uh, restrictive diet weird because guys like restricting your diet artificially a lot is not what we humans thrive on so uh, no matter what diet you choose to be on Make sure that you are eating a variety of foods. That is hugely important. And when it comes to phosphorus, guys, well, let me first read you something more about phosphorus. Um, phosphorus, phosphorus, phosphorus. Here we go. Required by every cell in your body to work normally, contributes to your energy creation and helps maintain the health of your bones and teeth. Uh, phosphorus is a component of a molecule called ATP. This molecule is used to transfer energy inside every cell of your body. Um, so if you're not getting enough phosphorus, guys, you're going to be low on energy. But the only way you can get your phosphorus balance out of balance is if you uh, eat a very restrictive diet. If you are on a really high-fat diet and most of your calories come from fat, well, fat doesn't have enough phosphorus. So I'm sorry, keto guys, to break it to you. I'm also on keto, but I'm on a variety of foods keto, not on some really restrictive keto diet so if you're eating 90% of your calories from fat you're not getting enough phosphorus and that's why uh, at some point you might hit a very low energy level and all of the things will go out of whack because guys if you don't have enough energy your cells do not have enough energy because if you don't have enough phosphorus then you're not going to feel great every single process every thought requires energy leave alone um, any physical activity right so vitamin d calcium and phosphorus uh, let's um, sum it up let's wrap it up you need it for your immune system you need it to prevent autoimmune diseases you need it you need them for energy you need them for uh to prevent diseases uh, to prevent uh, possibly you know it helps with that cancers and um formation of many cancerous cells um, you need it for your bones, for your teeth, so calcium doesn't go in your soft tissues for your heartbeat and normal heart rate, normal blood pressure, and for so many processes that uh, rely on, on those other things, right? So you need them. How do you get your vitamin D? Um, 10 grams of cod liver, 3-4 um, ounces of salmon or herring. Uh, will give you plus you know eggs would have um, quite a good portion of vitamin D but not enough to eat all of your vitamin D unless you're gonna eat like five eggs a day every day um, if you are somewhere by equator or in a place where you can get regular sunshine uh, you can do that uh, but cod liver salmon herring and then for calcium 
research some mineral water, uh, get some sardines, one can will give you 50 to 60%, 40 grams of cheese will give you that, 90 grams of Napa cabbage with almost like no calories in in one of the most absorbable forms, plus some of your veggies, your sesame seeds will have some calcium. And phosphorus, guys, the reason why I didn't talk about phosphorus foods, because uh, if you are eating um, a diet of a variety of foods, it's uh, pretty hard to not get your phosphorus, since uh, all of life forms need phosphorus for the same exact reason, to make ATP. Um, so you will find it in most of the foods. So eat your foods, have a diet, a diet of whole foods variety of whole foods and you're gonna get all of your phosphorus so that's it for today guys tomorrow we're gonna cover the rest of the minerals um, and probably actually January 1st I'm gonna share with you a simple meal plan simple meal plan uh, for me right now from from the foods that I personally find uh, the most uh, delicious and um, easiest to cook and eat, and um, also with great nutritional profile and um, being uh, somewhat sensitive to different foods, those foods will also not trigger in most people any allergies or sensitivities. So I will share my menu, my nutritionally balanced menu where I get all of my nutrients, macros and micros from my foods and also will offer to you some substitutions that you can use because um, it's obvious guys that um, in different parts of the world we have different foods available and uh, those foods, they, they will work best in that region for your body, especially if you are from that um, region. So uh, the beauty of our food supply and our food system and just food system around the world naturally occurring is that you can get variety of nutrients from variety of foods. So you don't have to eat the exact diet that I'm eating, but you do need to eat all of your micronutrients if you want to have maximum health, maximum vitality, maximum energy, look your best, feel your best, perform your best on all levels. Uh, if you want all of this, then you need to learn how to eat your macros as well is your micros. So vitamin D, phosphorus, calcium we talked about today, tomorrow all the other minerals, and then January 1st, uh, I will meet you here before uh, taking a little break from podcasting, and we'll uh, share with you nutritionally balanced meal plan and with different food um, substitutions that you can start using to um, have your micros and macros uh, met and eaten. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I wish you a wonderful day. Uh, let's get ready for 2020. Uh, all fired up and ready to crush it and to make our best life happen. Um, stay tuned. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.